Welcome into Potty Pod Football. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy, and we're back. It's week, Andy. It's week fourteen. It's week too much. fourteen. Too many weeks. And in our fantasy league, um, which is a two-person keeper league, a lot of big games this week. I have to win. I have to beat our other friend Andy in order to get to the playoffs, and he has to beat me to get to the playoffs. I think. Are you out? Are you officially out now? Oh, I've got to be out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I need everybody to lose two games this week. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's a tough one. Because yeah, we have playoffs starting next week, as I'm sure a lot of people do, and then we've got we got like three, five, and seven teams. There's a lot of people that are playing this week to see if they get into the playoffs or not. So, and a lot of teams in the NFL are kind of doing the same. So let's get into the games. Lots of good ones, a couple of bad ones. For instance, as per usual, Thursday night football is gonna be. A dumpster fire. Patriots yes, it is. at the Steelers. The Patriots are getting six points. The over-under is 30. Oh, my God. Oof. It's so bad. And what's sad is that's the lowest of the week, but only by half a point. Um, oh, you and I are in agreement on this. We both took Pats and under. Now, I, I, I don't know who wins this one, honestly. I think the Steelers might just because they have a little bit better offense. But, I mean, it's Trubisky playing. And I don't know that Trubisky is better than... Um, Zappy or Mac Jones, whoever they decide to put behind center there. But I still feel like the Patriots are going to win one of these here, and the Steelers have kind of been playing on borrowed time. I see you've made it a solid one of your solid picks. So what makes yeah. you so confident that this is going to work out for the Patriots? Just that it's the Steelers' de- I mean, sorry, the Patriots' defense. Yeah. I feel like they can just smother uh, Trubisky. Um you know, and giving me six points—that's that's the the nail on the coffin, right? Like, I feel like if they lose, they're gonna lose like seven to ten because <laughs> this is gonna be a horrible, horrible game. Um, I mean, the only chance we're gonna see a high score in this game is like some kick returns for touchdown, some pick sixes. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's the only way you're getting. I mean, these these offenses are not putting up points, and, and the Patriots' quarterback room is like a factory of sadness. Uh, just turning out one disappointment after the other. Yeah. And it, but the Steelers, you know, they're out, they're down picket. Although that may ad- be addition by subtraction. Um, I mean, I don't know if Trubisky. So, I, I think he's more mobile, but I don't know if he's better. Oh, I just yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess my thought was it can't be worse. <laughs> yeah. Than picket. But uh, but yeah, it's no, I'm with you. And the Patriots, like, they do a great job of game planning against newer quarterbacks. And although he's obviously a vet, he's he hadn't played that many games with the Steelers. So, uh, yeah, I think they get smothered. Uh, I think the Patriots win this one or lose it very close. Either way, I've got about a thousand things worth doing tonight that aren't watching this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll probably watch a little bit just to see, but I, I won't turn it on until the second quarter just so I can either I can get confirmation that, yes, I was right. I didn't need this at all. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, I'm going to change my air filters. Uh, <laughs> organize the, the winter watch some paint uh, dry stuff in my garage yeah yeah that's that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> and it's a bummer because i wish thursday night games were well actually what i wish is that they had that next gen stats for all games because i love that yes. i love that presentation um but the thursday night games keep being dumpster I, if you're amazon and you're like bro we gave you so much money for thursday night football and in return you've given us like patriot Steelers, jets versus who does anyone 
Like I like after all, you're like, what is going on with the scheduling? Like this is what's funny though is they use the AWS um Amazon's uh schedule services, like you know, their um Yeah, web services. Yeah, they use that to come up with the schedule. So it's kind of like shooting yourself yeah. in the foot and then yeah, I don't know if you've seen that meme of meme of Eric Andre where you shoot somebody's like, Why would you do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean it, you know I get it though. Like you can't, you can't predict. I mean, football is way too hard to predict at the beginning of the season, which is why they need to flex and they need to be more liberal about flexing games to keep these things entertaining. But I mean, the Jets, that was the, those were the games everybody wanted at the beginning of the season. Aaron Rodgers and the hard knocks and people are pumped to watch the Jets. And then, of course, four snaps in, yeah. he's out for the year Five and they become the least interesting team in the in the league. So, they, I mean, talk about a pendulum swing from from excitement. And then even the Patriots, I feel like people were more interested in this being a good game. Like, like if you had told me at the beginning of the season, Pat Steelers towards the end of the season, it's starting to get cold. I think, ooh, these are two hard-hitting football teams, strong defenses, up-and-coming quarterbacks that have a couple weapons. You know what I mean? Like, this would have sounded like an interesting game. But then as the season went on and the Patriots are just the Patriots offensively, like, it's just disappointing. And how excited were you and I about the Steelers? And we are fighting over yeah. Najee Harris and George Pickens in fantasy. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad I won that fight. Uh, or did I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I even picked but, up. Uh, you yeah. dropped an IG last week. I played him. He did all right. But yeah. then I dropped him again because he's, yeah, speaking of which, IG. he is injured in this game. Actually, this is interesting because both of these teams who run a uh, two running back kind of tandem are both mm-hmm. missing uh, I guess you could call them their lead backs, but Najee Harris, well, Najee, I don't know if he's the lead anymore. It seems like Jalen Warren's kind of taken over, and he is questionable. Yeah. They said if he was going to play, if the game was on Sunday, he'd probably play, but they're not sure for tonight. And then, of course, Ramondre right Stevenson had his injury, and Ezekiel Elliott would be taking the, the ball. As of this morning, they say he's, he's been a full participant. Okay. For Najee Harris. So that, that usually means he's going to play. So, um I, again, that that doesn't matter much. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Kenny Pickett is out, of course. You know, uh, we all know that. Um, questionable though is their uh, their guard Isaac Suamolo. Yeah. Uh, and and that's big. It I is. Mean, he's a big part of their their offensive scheme. Um, same with Mason Cole, also uh, also questionable. So to me, those are both really bad because that's their 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 center and left guard that are probably the only two bright spots on their on their team. So uh, the Patriots, though, Patriots will be missing uh, Christian Barmore, which is big. Mm-hmm. Um, Trent Brown, which is probably addition by subtraction, uh, and then and then Riley Reef. So they are missing some key players and Ramondre Stevenson. So this is going to be the Ezekiel Elliott show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, shows kind of a using that word kind of loosely, but yeah. Let's move on to the Sunday games. First, we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Atlanta Falcons. The uh, the Bucks are five and seven, Falcons six and six. This is a divisional game. And I mean, it kind of continues the sadness from Patriot Steelers. I think this will be a much more entertaining game, but the anything yes. in the NFC South is kind of wah wah. Um, the Bucks getting a point, and I like that we kind of differed on this uh, over under thirty nine and a half. So it, Vegas doesn't think this is going to be a high scoring game. I've taken Falcons and over. I like them at home, and then you've got the Bucks and over. I wouldn't bet this game, and neither of us have made us a solid nope. pick. Um, I yeah, think it could be a good game. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a coin flip. Uh, I, I feel like the Bucks have the more explosive offense, uh, but the Falcons have a pretty good defense. Uh, and you know, Bajan's not going to be able to run up the middle and feed a vey. So, well, he's we'll, injured. Uh, he's been injured like for a while now. So. I don't oh, you're talking about Vita Vea. Vita Vea, yeah. He didn't practice yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday. I don't remember if he played last week, but I know he's been injured a ton with that, that toe injury. And it sounds like something small, but when you're 300 plus pounds and you're using the, you know, your feet so much to, to get off, to push off, then you know you need that. So uh, we'll see. They've been kind of loose up the middle lately on against the run just because of the injuries. So we'll see where that goes. But... Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, if Arthur Smith was a good coach, he tried to run him to the outside, kind of how we saw. Who was that that we saw play the Bucks last week, and they kind of did that? Or was it the Titans? We saw someone who was a good run defense, and they started running to the outside and kind of ran all over him. Yeah, I mean, and that's the that's kind of the the way you do it. Uh, we we talked as the Panthers. It was uh, yeah. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah, he was running to the outside quite a bit, but yeah, Had absolutely. A great game. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did have a good game for for Chuba. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, I agree with you. It's kind of a coin flip. Um, some there are a few notable injuries. Uh, the problem is right now because uh, we are recording on a Thursday that you know there's a lot of vets rest Wednesday, so mm-hmm. whether or not they're really hurt, you don't know. But so far, uh, Clients Campbell uh, had to sit out Cordero Patterson, which is fine. Um, his does noted potential rest though. Um, Mike Hughes is back from injury, which is big for them. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, for the Bucks, they've got uh, Levante David and KJ Britt are back. Uh, yeah. Jamal Dean looks like he's hurt, though, with his ankle, that corner. So that's a big mm-hmm. one for them. And then uh, Tristan Wirth is going to play. Uh, so that's that's another big one. Uh, no mention of Vita Vea, though. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. He did not participate. Yeah. It says toe, but also potential rest. So... Yeah, we'll, we'll see. But you're probably right. He, if if he doesn't play, that's huge. That's that's their defense. Yeah, uh, agreed. Especially um, against Bajan. Yeah, agreed. Uh, the only other thing of note is that the Falcons' right tackle, the run side tackle, Caleb McGrary, has also been. He hasn't practiced. He's had that knee issue. So uh, that's this is such a. T- there's so many variables that I want nothing to do with on this. Uh, I just yeah, I would not bet bet this one. And it seems like you're kind of in agreement on that. That is correct. Next up is the six and six Rams taking on the nine and three Ravens. The Rams are getting seven points. The over under is forty. Um, we split on this one. I and I, yeah, I made this a solid pick. Um, I, I know this. I think the Rams will be within ten, but I think the Ravens will cover. I've taken the Ravens and over. You've taken the Rams and over. So we both think this will be an over game. But I just feel like that Ravens defense has been so smothering. And I think the Rams have been playing really well lately. But Cooper Cup is very much injured. Now, you still have Puka Nakua, who is playing out of his mind. But again, like, have you, have you heard some of the... Uh, Cooper Cup played this week. He played this week, but he, I mean, not to the Cooper Cup level. Like, he was very much the second or third receiver. And Puka mm-hmm. was the main, the main focus. But he gets injured partway through the game. And even... Even McVay goes, yeah, I thought he was dead, but he came back and played, so all right. And <laughs> there was, I'm going to see if I can pull, pull more of the quotes verbatim, but uh, there was another one today. He goes, so yeah, here it is. Sean McVay said he thought Puka Nakua was dead on the sideline, and then he comes back to life. Nakua was asked if he felt like that was the case. He goes, a little bit. I wasn't breathing, and my shoulder didn't feel like it was in the right place, but I was good, though. 
So that guy, <laughs> that guy is just, he is tough. Um, but, <laughs> and he loves anime. Did you hear the, the conversations during the game that when they were mic'd up with him and Cooper Cup? No. He's like talking to Cooper. He goes, I feel like you, you're such a contemplative guy. I feel like you would like anime. He goes, you'd be wrong. He goes, no, I think you'd really like it. You'd give it a shot. He says, no, you're very wrong. I will not. I will never try anime. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper Cup said that. <laughs> yeah. Very, very disappointed. He's like, oh, <laughs> I thought you'd like it. <laughs> That's funny. Pretty, pretty uh, funny. Uh, so far this year, Pukunakua, 77 reception, receptions, 1,029 yards, and four touchdowns. The touchdowns seem kind of light, but that's, I mean, the fact that the Rams are 6-6 six and six is actually really impressive. I just think the Ravens are probably, I think they're the best team in the AFC right now. That defense is unreal. You're going to get ODB back this week. Uh, I just, I, I don't know how they're going to be able to, if it's a shootout, I don't think the Rams are going to be able to hang with them, and I I just don't think the Ravens' defense is going to let it become a shootout. It's seven points is where I take Rams. Yeah, uh, I think they can keep it within six. the The Ravens have been putting up twenty eight to to thirty two a week steadily. The Rams uh, most of the year, but now that Cups back, they've been putting up about thirty points a game. I don't think they'll put up thirty points against the Rams, but if they can put up twenty four. And Ravens end up with about 30. I get seven points. Uh, I'm there. I, I feel like seven's just a lot. Um, seven and a half, I'd feel even better. Uh, but uh, but I'll take yeah, I'll take seven. I, I feel like it's a gamble a little bit. But uh, again, it's hard to. I didn't really want to bet this one uh, because it's so close. But and I do think the Ravens win. I mean, there's no part of me that thinks the Rams pull this off. It's just can they keep it close? Yeah. Uh, last four weeks, the Rams have scored 36 against the Browns, 37 against the Cardinals, 17 against the Seahawks, and three against the, the uh, starting to roll yeah, Packers. Yeah, three they didn't, have, they didn't have a bunch of their, their yeah. players in that game. But the the big one is that uh, they, they again, they're, they're getting on a roll now with Cup and Puka, and they put up 30-something against the Browns defense. Like, that's, that was, that's stout. Yeah. <laughs> that's really stout. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I feel, I feel positive. I mean, Stafford is really kind of on a roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, he's Puka, been just, great. just gotta say, like, uh, as much of a homer as I am for the Texans, <laughs> uh, if Puka hasn't done enough to get Offensive Player of the Year as a Rookie of the Year with the season he's had as a wide receiver, like, what do you have to do? BCJ Stroud <laughs> as a wide as a wide receiver, do it. BCJ Stroud, that's what you have to do. to, yeah, to not I win mean, it. That's why you and I always say quarterbacks should be separated from the rest of the team. I agree. Dude, Puka, man. Yeah. I mean, it's it's rare that wide receivers, even great ones, get a thousand yards in a rookie year, and he did it by week thirteen. Yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. Just, that's bananas. <laughs> yeah, you know, he yeah, I'm with you. If the quarterbacks didn't count, then I think he would he probably would win, win rookie of the yeah. year and might I mean, still Yeah. Yeah. He might sell set rookie records. I, I don't know. I yeah. Don't see. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what where he's at with that. Next up, the one and eleven Panthers take on the five and seven Saints. Another divisional matchup. The Panthers are getting only five points. The over/under is a measly thirty-seven and a half. We've both taken the Saints on this one. I've taken the under. You've taken the over, and you've made this one of your solid picks. I the thing is, I kind of was thinking about it. The problem is the Saints. You don't have Derek Carr. You don't have Michael Thomas. I think Rashid Shahid is still out, and the Panthers. I mean, they lost a close one to the Bucks. They almost win last week. They're, I feel like, you know, they've had some coaching staff changes. They've had some coordinator changes. I feel bad for 
Bryce Young because that guy, he, no matter how good he is, this mm-hmm. is the worst possible situation to be. To be playing for the Tepper Panthers and having mm-hmm. your coach taken away halfway through the season. You're on your third coordinator, second coordinator. I mean, they've they've taken play calling duties. They've given it to the offensive coordinator. They've taken it away. They've given it back. It's it has no offensive line, no weapons. Although Barkevius Mingo, I think, is starting to be not Barkevius Mingo, Jonathan Mingo. Wow, that's a pull from the past. Jonathan <laughs> Mingo, I think, yeah. is starting to look a little bit better. But yeah, I, I think the Saints can probably do check down Charlie to Kamara all the way to the end zone with a few to Olave. Uh, Jameis will have a you know he'll have probably I would say two to three touchdowns. But what however many touchdowns he gets, he'll also have that many turnovers. But you assume it's not going to be a lot of Taysom Hill. I could see a lot I of think, Taysom Hill. Oh, you think playing I quarterback think, or just like offensive yes. weapon? Yeah, both. Uh, you know, could is be. he going to run it? Is he going to throw it? Uh, he's going to run it is the answer. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there could be a lot of Taysom Hill. I think that's going to pose nightmares for that uh, for that Panthers defense. And and I, I think there's a chance the Panthers can keep it tighter than people think, but not within five. I just don't I don't see within five happening. Uh, Hayden Hurst had a concussion. Uh, that's not good for them. Um, uh, Deshaun Williams is hurt. Jeremy Chin's probably going to be fine. I think he's going to end up playing, but that is, which is huge for them. But uh, uh, the other thing on the Saints is they get Rashid Shahid back. Oh, they do get. Um, oh, he is coming back. They get week. him okay. back. Pete Werner's back. Yeah, Ryan Ramchick's doing good now. Uh, Eric McCoy is doing good again. So they've got a lot of players back. Uh, Isaiah Foskey and, and uh, Derek Carr are the only ones that are out. Derek Carr could potentially play. No way, dude. But you, that bad a concussion yeah. twice this close together, I yeah, think they yeah. would get in a lot of trouble if they try to put him back out and, there. And they should. Yeah, they should, I, yeah. honestly. But, but uh, you saw Rashid yeah. Shahid is coming back. I saw he didn't practice yesterday yes. with a thigh. But he's I expected see, I, to. Yeah, I, I saw that uh, that he's he's probably going to play, uh, be a limited participant today, and they expect him to have a full practice tomorrow. Okay, fair enough. That's a, that's a yeah. game changer. I mean, especially I feel like with Jameis, it can be more of a game changer because he is just grease yeah. lightning and can get down there. Jameis can bomb it. I mean, it's going to be, it's not going to be precise. It'll be in a general area, but for Rashid Shahid, he can just blow past people. For me, the issue is Marcus May. Like he's still, it's still unknown if he's going to play or not, just because again, we'll have one day of uh, injury reports right now, but uh, he's, he's a big factor in my opinion on destroying the, uh, <laughs> the Panthers. And right now he didn't participate because of his shoulder. So we'll see. We'll have to keep an eye on that this week. All right. Interesting. Uh, next up, the nine and three Lions take on the four and eight Bears. The Lions are giving three and a half to the Bears at home, and the over under is 43 and a half. We both have Lions and over on this one. You made it one of your solid picks. I am not as confident. The Lions have been really weak against the run. Well, their whole defense has been weak, but especially against the run lately. The Bears, that's kind of their. Their forte is, I mean, that's the thing they're really good at. Uh, Deontay Foreman's expected to be back. They, their whole their whole backfield is healthy. Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson. I can see Roshan getting more carries in this game. But I think, and then, of course, Justin Fields can run. And the Bears' defense has been playing a lot better, especially against the run, the interior. And so I think this is actually a bad matchup for the Lions. I'm still going to take them because I could see them winning by... By six, um, 
but I don't feel confident at all in this one. Yeah, uh, I I think it's more my distrust of the Bears than it is Rightfully my trust so. of the Lions. Like I think the Lions can put up points. Well, we know they can put up points. They can put up all kinds of points. Uh, they got players all over that field that can be a problem. Um, it's just going to be, can their defense do anything to stop anyone ever? Um, and probably not. I just I, I just have no trust in the Bears' offense. To They're just so inconsistent. So, yeah, I feel like the Lions, I feel like the Lions are also kind of have their back up against the wall a little bit. Like, you know, there's a lot of people that are kind of doubting who they are. Um, and I think they need to really come out with a commanding victory. And I think there's a good shot they can do that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't surprise. Honestly, if either team won this game, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> well, that, that is surprising. Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> the, uh, the Bears are just kind of, they're starting to kind of roll a little bit lately. And I just, let me see, I'll pull up. And they've got, um, you know, they've got Justin Fields back. Yeah, they went against the Vikings 12-10 to 10 last week, although that was not a great game for the Vikings at all. They lost to the Lions two weeks ago, thirty-one to twenty-six. Yeah, that's that's. And that was big. in Detroit. This one's in Chicago. Um, yeah, I, they're both really healthy, except for Frank Ragno's a question mark. For yeah, the Lions, which is big. Yeah. Um, but uh, but with those running backs, like I think they'll be fine. Yeah. You may be right, boy. I tell you what. Yeah, I would not. I'd love to go to this game. I would not want to bet it, but. Um, yeah, I'm glad that you took the salt. Uh, this made this one of your solids. <laughs> good, good. Next up, moving on, the seven and five Colts uh, trying to win a playoff spot. Take on the six and six Bengals, just trying to stay alive. Uh, the Colts are giving a point to the Bengals, who are at home. The over under is 44. We uh, we split right down the middle on this. I have Bengals and over. You have Colts and under. Neither of us want to bet this one. Which do you would you feel confident betting this? I would not. Uh, my my gut tells me that as great as Brownie was, and don't get me wrong, I had a blast watching him in that game. Yeah. Uh, his ability to do it again, uh, again with people game planning for him and seeing his, you know, any kind of tendencies he had, strengths and weaknesses over the, uh, this past week. Uh, I feel like the Colts will do a better job preparing for it, uh, and then um, the Colts offense can put up some real points uh oddly enough <laughs> Gardner Minshew it should be odd you and I love Gardner Minshew we do yeah <laughs> but he's, uh, I hate he's, that he's on the Colts because I love rooting for him yeah and he's 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 putting up large amounts of points like almost every single week uh like like in the 30s uh I think they're fifth in the NFL for points this year which is crazy um and that's without Anthony Richardson so yeah I think the Colts if I'm uh, the likelihood that Browning can do it again is where I'm doubtful. Uh, I think they'll, they'll try to do everything they can to take Jamar chase out of the game, which will really be just holding him to 50, 60 yards, something like that. But uh, yeah, I think the Colts can pull it off, but I, I really don't based on this past week's performance. Like I get it. I get anyone ro- rolling with Browning until he shows him otherwise. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I mean, he played well. He looked good. I don't, yeah, I would play more than well. He yeah. played epically well for a, for a guy just stepping in the game. He put up 300-something yards, touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, he, he played incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. I, I was impressed by him, especially when he came in after uh, Joe Burrow got hurt. Although the game plan wasn't for him. He's still a young guy, but 
Yeah, that was impressive. What he three touchdowns, no interceptions last week. Was that what it was? Yeah, and again, th- over three hundred something yards. Yeah, which, is, which so, is wild. One touchdown. Oh, one touchdown, no interceptions. Oh, I'm looking at his combined. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one for an overtime oh, win against just, the Jets. Yeah. yeah, it was just one touchdown. I mean, they just ran. They just ran, mix yeah. it, and the Colts' defense is very soft against the run and so i could see mixon having another big game the colts defense in general is just not very good so it's gonna be a shootout i just kind of i think i kind of like the Bengals. although the Bengals are weak up the middle i tell you what the running backs are gonna have great days on this one i think i'm starting zach moss uh in my fantasy league at flex this week because i think this is gonna be this could just be run 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 but it, i think it'll still be it could be over because you're gonna have a few bombs to jamar or michael Pittman on this one I'll tell you, a potential mm-hmm. difference maker I saw this week was the guy you and I both really liked in the draft, which is Chase Brown, having his return this past week, and he looked solid for the Bengals as a backup running back. I mean, yeah. he only had a certain a limited number of carries, but he really made made a difference on the carries that he did have. Yeah, I, I am interested. This this is going to be a good game, I think. I think Colts Bengals yeah, will be knew? very enjoyable. That's a good. <laughs> this is a good who matchup. Knew? Yeah, uh, two backup quarterbacks who. With pretty good teams, although I think the the Bengals have a better defense overall. But uh, yeah, I think this is going to be actually be a really good game. Next yeah, up, definitely, we've got yeah, anything else for that game or yeah? I, uh, I mean, the more no, I'm talking about, gonna, it, the more I'm excited about it. Sorry, I cut you off there. I, yeah, no, no, no. I was just say, can you imagine the beginning of the season if I told you Anthony Richardson and Burrow would be out, but we'd still be <laughs> excited yeah. about the game? Yeah, uh, you would. You would think I was drinking. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor is the one that I'm like. Is he going to be able to play no. or not? No, he had I, surgery. I, I, He's out two to three weeks at minimum. It, it, and if yeah, they don't that, win this game, probably doesn't come back. Like if they're not in playoff contention, probably doesn't come back. Yeah, that that was, you know, my exact thought, of course, but. Uh, uh, Somebody was one of the Colts beat reporters was posting, "Do not be surprised if uh, Jonathan Taylor ends up playing today out of out of uh, trying to clinch the season or, or stopping him from losing the season." But I, I think that would be really stupid because Moss looked pretty good and why risk re injury? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's stupid, but you know it's a Colts reporter, so I got to say something about it. Um, yeah. Julius Brent is out too, so that's going to really hurt. Them. That is big. He's been playing really uh, well. Yeah, with 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 uh, Chase and and T Higgins coming to town. So uh, anyway, yeah, we'll see. I'll be excited, and uh, that's about enough for this one, though. Yeah. Uh, next up, I, I think it'll be a boring game, but also pretty close. The eight and four Jaguars take on the seven and five Browns. Both teams trying to fight for a playoff spot. The Jags are getting three and a half away. The over under is a measly thirty and a half. That is half a point more than the lowest which is the Patriots and Steelers. And you and I differ on this one again. I have Jags under, you have Browns under. Again, neither of us took this as our solid picks. Do you feel confident about What's your percentage of confidence in the Browns winning this game? I mean, it, it's 100% about does Trevor Lawrence play or does he not play? Uh, if he plays Jags, if he doesn't, Browns. <laughs> right now, yeah. uh, I feel like uh, uh, the common sense tells you that he's not going to play. But he hasn't worn a boot at all. He wore a boot immediately after the game. And since yeah. then, he's been off. He says he feels great. And he's re- he feels like he can play someday. Yeah. <laughs> now, now you know, whether the medical staff is going to allow him to play or not, who knows. But the, I, I would say 
the Texans and the Colts are on the Jags' heels hard right now. Yeah. So by down with just one game, um, the Browns is a game that should be winnable if he plays because they have a really, really, really good defense, but they have literally no offense. So, uh, man, it's just such a you know, do they do they try to rush him back or not? So, I hope that for Trevor Lawrence's sake, for the fans of the Jag- Jaguars' sake, and the fact that Beathard actually looked pretty decent. Uh, this past week uh, in their playing as backup. Uh, I think it makes more sense for them to, to rest him. And if that happens though, I do think the Browns win. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have some key injuries on the Jag side. Of course you said Trevor Lawrence, Christian Kirk with the groin injury. He went out last week. He's out a while. Yeah. yeah. Six weeks minimum is what I saw. Likely eight weeks. Yeah. I, he's so probably he, done he for the season. For playoffs. And, yeah, and even put and, him on IR. Yeah. And for a groin injury, it's kind of like those soft tissue things like hamstring groin, those things you can tweak so badly. I mean, you sit him now, hope you make it to the playoffs, and even then, you hope he can come back by then. Uh, Walker Little, hamstring issue. That's another big thing because he is their backup tackle. was supposed to be their guard going into this year, but that's pretty big. I, I you, The good news is you still have, I think Etienne could have as good of a game as possible against the Browns, but uh, yeah, it's, I mean... It's tough. It's hard saying anything for a Joe Flacco-led Browns team, which is that's a problem. Yeah. Kind of falling apart. Yeah, and and I mean the the Jaguars defense could pick him apart. Who knows? Like he, he had he looked okay for a few throws last game, but for the most part, he looked like a quarterback who hadn't played in a long time. Yeah. Um, and no Amari Cooper. I, yeah, that's that's another big one. Is it, if Amari Cooper is officially out or not, we'll see. But I, yeah. I think he is. I think he's in the concussion protocol. Um, it looks yeah. nasty, and so um, I, yeah, I don't he know if he'll protocol. be able to go. But he was looking. I feel like he was looking good with Flacco at first. Week. Yeah, he did. But uh, there have been players this year who came back the the following week. So yeah. it's not like you're guaranteed out the next week. So uh, yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's a big. Will he? Won't he play? But uh, Marquise Goodwin is another one who's in the concussion pro- protocol. So two receivers out. Um, Garrett's Miles Garrett's resting, but he looked like an animal again this past week. Um, Joku's resting. Uh, Denzel Ward uh, was a limited participant, so he will be back probably. That's another um, key so one. Yeah, that's a huge one for the Browns. Yeah, which is going to make their defense just smothering. Uh, but yeah, the question is, can they put up points? So yeah, yeah, this is a pretty good matchup, and there's so many injury variables here. I just I would not bet that one. The next Fair one, enough. most important game of the entire week, possibly the season. Texans at the Jets. That's the seven and five Texans. Just just say that with me, Andy. Seven and five. <laughs> seven and five uh, against the oh four and eight Jets. How I. If you would have switched those going into this, I think people would have been like, "Wow, what happened to the Jets?" If they were seven and five, people would still be like, "What? They fell apart." But the fact that they're four and eight, like it is, it's so bad. And uh, Zach Wilson, they said, is going to get the start this week, which it doesn't matter when your offensive line is that bad, when your offensive coordinator is that inept. Like it doesn't matter who you put at quarterback. Like you, other than Aaron Rodgers, who's just going to call the plays on the field anyway, it doesn't matter. So I I don't see the Jets scoring much. The Texans D's actually been um, stepping up. I, I actually thought for the prop bet, because you did the prop bets this week, and we'll get into those later, of course, but I thought you would have a Stingley one and a half over under interception. And I think that would have been... Do you think a, he gets two? 
<laughs> well, that against Zach Wilson and the that Jets never happens. Yeah, he yeah. got two last week. I'll give you maybe I'll give you Derek Stingley over under point five. Oh, I would take the over. I would absolutely take the over on that one. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, maybe you and I just make a little side bet on that after this, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would take Sting. I mean, he's got what four interceptions in three games. He had two last week. Against the Broncos, uh, yeah, whose yeah. offense has actually been playing a little bit better. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll chat about it. So, uh, yeah, we'll chat about that during props. Okay. Uh, but I will say, uh, as far as the Texans-Jets, um, yeah, I mean, I think that the Texans are going to be able to pull this off. Obviously, they have some injury issues this week. Um, uh, but to me, this is going to come down. What scares me here? I'll, I'll go ahead. I, I wasn't going to tell you this yet, uh, in case that influenced your, sting, your Stingley bet. But uh, <laughs> uh, what worries me here is there's going to be a lot of wind and rain. Uh, mm. So this is going to be who can run the ball more. Yeah. Uh, and Brees Hall versus Damian Pierce. I take Brees Hall all day. Um, I hate to say it. But I mean, yeah, I mean, even, but that, I mean, Brees that, Hall has not been playing like, well. Well, yeah, you're not right. putting yeah, it on him because well, the offensive but... line. Yeah, because the offensive line has been playing well. But if they keep tossing it to him on the outside because they have to because it's raining, he's going to eventually get his his breaks. Whereas I feel like Damian Pierce, I'm, I'm not sure, man. Uh, and and now our, our interior O-line is hurt even more with Titus Howard got done for the season. Yeah. This past week, the Texans' offensive line looked terrible. Uh, this is probably their worst game of the year for an, as an offensive unit because um, they've got Jerry Patterson out. They've got Titus Howard out. They've got four other centers out, and I'm not making that number up. Uh, I mean, Dieter might come back. I don't know. It's so bad, yeah. Yeah, he's starting. Dieter's starting. He was on the street. Yeah, um, Deuce Scruggs is starting as a rookie who needs a little bit more time to develop. Uh, But Shaq Mason is playing like a pro bowler. Howard's good, but Howard's been great in pass protection, not necessarily run protection. So I feel like this is setting up to be a little scary because the Jets' defense is so good and – our running game has not been good all year outside of one or two games by Devin Singletary. So we'll see what happens here, but I'm sure Sloak will have a little something, something for this Jets defense. It'll surprise them a little bit. And uh, hopefully the wind and rain stops for a little bit. Cause if I were a Jets fan ahead of this game, all I would have said is if you said, how do we win? I'd say pray to God for rain, <laughs> keep the ball out of Stroud's hands, right? Where it make it too slippery, where he's going to throw a pick or two against a really, really good Jets defense, because that's that's how they win is if it rains, and, and it is. So, a little worried there. I mean, I, I even then, oh. like looking at Brees Hall, like his rushing yards for the past five games: sixteen yards, twenty-five yards, twenty-three yards, twenty-eight yards. He got fifty against the Chargers. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's and it's not Brees. I think well, I think for one, he's very injured right now and playing very injured. They probably just I I don't know why they don't sit him. I think they're playing for jobs and and maybe that's why. But at this point, just sit him. Uh, he's hurt. He's a part of your future. You're not going to do anything this year. But I feel like they just kind of they just kind of have to put something out on that field that is at least mediocre. But uh, yeah, I just. The Jets have a really good defense. The Texans are going to struggle a lot. This is, I mean, we both took the under. It's 33 and a half. I could see this being a a 13 to 3 game, honestly, and the Texans winning. I just don't see how the Jets put on put up points. So two things I just want to put uh, mention it when we go into this game. If it does end up good enough to play, 
uh, tanked a lot for the season. Really sucks. It would have been a lot of fun to see Tank Dell versus Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Uh, number two, this will be the Sauce Gardner versus Derek Stingley, uh, you know, production this week because yeah. that's the number two, number three player last year. Sauce got really great play last year. A lot of players in the NFL think it's BS that that Sauce Gardner got a lot of, away with a lot of stuff that he won't get away with anymore, and he hasn't. And this season, Derek Stingley's already outperforming Sauce. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people have that. I think are going to have that bias that Sauce is better just because of that rookie season. Um, and this game will be and it'll be fun to see as they try to you know outplay each other and, and play really hard. Um, so we'll have Sauce versus Nico. Uh, this game to to really pay attention to. And last week, Nico feasted on Patrick Sertain. Uh, and if you go back and you watch the plays, like he feasted on him. Yeah, he, he made he made a fool out of him on a lot of plays. And he tripped him up. Uh, so really, really interesting to see how Nico and Sauce can play against each other since since Tank is out. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean it's not going to be an entertaining game unless you're a Texans or Jets fan. And even then, I think it's going to be a struggle. But of course, yeah. we'll be there just because Texans fans. We we have seen way worse uh, individual matchups. I'm really excited about. Yeah, yeah. But the game, the game. Yeah, it, it'll test the Texans offense, and I think that's what I'm going to take from it. Um, if you're a Jets fan, you know um, mm-hmm. Hawaii is this nice this time of year. Maybe pop down to Mexico, <laughs> just kind of get out. Uh, next right. up is the six and six Seattle Seahawks versus the nine and three Forty Nine ers. Another divisional game. The Seahawks are getting a whopping 10.5 points. The over-under is 47. You and I both have 49ers and over. We both made this solid picks, and you've made this your lock. Um, I, I have. Yeah, I, I kind of struggled a little bit finding solid picks. This is only my second solid pick so far that we've talked about. Um, this is your fourth, so you didn't you didn't have the issues I did. I, I mean, the 49ers are going to win it. The only thing is the AFC, or I'm sorry, the NFC West plays each other very, very tough No, every year, no matter how they're built. The Seahawks have kind of been reeling, though. Like, they have really been falling apart lately. They've, they're they on a three-game losing streak, streak, and they got dominated by the 49ers two weeks ago, 31-13. to 13. And this week, they're more nicked up than they were against the 49ers two weeks ago. Yeah. So, Zach Charbonnet and Kenneth Walker are both hurt. Jordan uh, Brooks is hurt there's their stud linebacker mm-hmm. uh jamal williams and and leonard williams are both uh are both hurt uh, and their cornerback trey brown so they're all hurt right now i mean they're they're beat to heck uh the the they're even they're even uh out jake bobo <laughs> you remember jake no bobo, bobo? uh no bobo no no uh, bobo. he's all out right. so yeah so now i mean that the, the I hate say good news. It's never good news when someone's injured. But the 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 potential chance for the Seahawks is that Eric Armstead may sit uh, with his injury. Um, but outside of that, and you know Elijah Mitchell, Mitchell being hurt, it, it's still an All Pro lineup for the 49ers. So yeah. <laughs> you're gonna. Uh, I, I just think it's going to be another dominating performance, and uh, I, I love seeing the. Uh, I think Micah Parsons goes. Man, he was showing Tyree kills uh, numbers. He goes, and what's really messed up is that Brock Purdy is going to get MVP for throwing screens and slants <laughs> yeah. all, all day long to these to these Pro Bowl players all over the field. I I, I kind of get it, but I do want to point out that Brock Purdy is number one in air yardage, not just uh, slants. Yeah. So he's number one in air yardage, 
in the NFL right now. So that's that's impressive. So we'll see if he keeps that up and uh, and you know a tough divisional matchup. Yeah, that's a good. I think he will. That's a good point. Brock Purdy's playing with a lot of talent all around him. A lot. Whereas yeah. Tyreek Hill is getting. I mean, he's relying on a left-handed quarterback who a lot of people thought was uh, like a year and a half ago was a backup and like couldn't make it in the, as a starter in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. And he's making him look like a superstar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, Tyreek Hill is, is playing like a, a man amongst boys uh, everywhere. By the way, if anyone's interested, um, the Miami Dolphins hard knock started and it's good. Yeah. I'm meaning to start watching Being that season hard knocks. Yeah. yeah it's good. Yeah, I haven't gotten around, but I, I very much want to watch that. Tyreek uh, puts a lot of, a uh, lot of, uh, uh, reasoning behind his success, behind his wife. He got married a few weeks back, um, and uh, he basically quit all his vices uh, at the beginning of the season, which he says is the reason he's doing what he's doing. Well, I mean, it's he, had a, he had a lot of vices. Oh, yeah? Yeah, <laughs> I do want to watch vices. that. I keep meaning to, but I, it's, I keep forgetting it's on Amazon, not HBO. Yeah. Next up, the 6-6 six and six Vikings competing for a playoff spot. Uh, trying it, to... it is HBO, by the way. Oh, it is? Oh, okay, I was thinking the yeah. in-season one was on Amazon for some reason. No, no, this is truly hard oh. uh, hard knocks in-season HBO. Good to know. All right, well, I guess I can just plan my weekend. Uh, six and six Vikings take on the five and seven Raiders. The Vikings are jockeying for position in the NFC North. They are currently in second place at six and six, as are the Packers, and the Packers are definitely going to win this week. So this is a big game for them. Um, Vikings getting giving three points to the Raiders and the over under is 40. We both have Vikings on this one. I have over, you have under, I don't blame you. I think this could go either way. I think Do- Josh Dobbs kind of bounces back um, after a rough week last week or were they mm-hmm. were on, were they on by last week? Uh, they, who, who? the uh, Vikings or the Vikings. Raiders? Yeah, they were Vikings were on by. Not sure. Looks like the Raiders were as well. So both teams coming off of a bye. Um, yeah, I think Dobbs he'll have a week to rest to kind of learn the the system more. I think he'll. I don't think he's the greatest thing ever. I think he's had a really good season, but I think he's better than what we saw last week. Uh, the Raiders. You know what? They're just. I, I feel like they're just happy that Josh McDaniel is gone, and they're just playing as hard as they can. But just don't don't have the horses. Their defense has been playing a little bit better. And this yeah. could end up being a good game. I just, it's so hard. I, neither of us made a solid pick on this one. I don't know that I would put, I definitely wouldn't put money on it. But if I had to, I would take Vikings just because I can't bet on the Raiders. Well, the thing is that's important here is Justin Jefferson's back. He yeah. did practice for the first time in a long time. Uh, the other side of that is that Max, uh, uh, Max Crosby did not practice, which would be huge because he, yeah, he's just been been playing like a madman. Uh, in fact, uh, spoil a little bit, but that that Miami Hard Knocks, you know, they played the Raiders a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the, there's a whole scene where uh, all the old linemen go to go to dinner because they want to have a team building and try to not think about Max Crosby for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're all so terrified of Max Crosby. They're like, we just got to go two hours without thinking about Max. <laughs> so we're just at dinner trying to try to tape our minds off. Of it. And sure enough, halfway through, someone's like, Max. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So yeah, that, that guy is a, terrorizing people. He yeah. is a beast. Yeah, too bad they have like nobody else on that defensive line. I, I tell you what, if Tyree Wilson, 
if they could develop that guy, because it's it's clear he was just an athletic freak with no real development and came in, thought he was going to be able to use athleticism to kind of do the same thing. And it's just, you can't do that in the NFL. You have to have that technique. Um, mm-hmm. He is so raw, though. I, I don't know. Maybe he's ready next year, but it, it I think it's going to be a while. What a stupid pick. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders always just make such a- stupid picks. Yeah, the, whether or not they can get a quarterback is just going to be their whole season. I think it, they're one of those teams that has enough pieces all over the place that if they were to pull a, a Texans or a Jets last year or something where they get a quarterback and a coach to come in, like they could turn that around really fast uh, because they do have skill position edge rushers. They do have stud uh, tight ends and, and a and a all pro receiver. They do, you know, they got players in the right positions where you know one solid draft. Uh, complete draft could could really you know when one or two free agents with a coach could change the whole team and, and obviously that's not common to get all those things lined up but you know every year there is a team that goes from worst to first kind of a thing and and they they have the potential to do it I just don't know if they have the money to get a coach or the uh, no because they're still paying I think they're still paying Gruden and now they're paying mm-hmm. McDaniel this is notoriously mm-hmm. one of the I mean I, and I don't mean this like he doesn't have near as much money as the rest of the the owners because he yeah. you know got it from his dad. I, I mean, I, they would need so much though, Andy. Like from the center on to the right side, there's no one there that I would want to start. Uh, they need another edge rusher. They need an interior. They need three at least two more defensive linemen. Uh, I don't like yeah. their Robert Spillane. I like him, but they need another linebacker. They need. I don't like any of their corners. They have one safety I like. Uh, they just they need so many things. I feel like it that this is uh, if they had an owner with some money, y- you would almost need a complete teardown. Like maybe they trade Devontae Adams to somebody for somebody. They need to have just a fire sale and just start over cuz there's not really I, a lot that I'm seeing that they're going to win in the next couple of years. They're they're gonna trade. They're gonna trade Devonte Adams. I, I would be very surprised if they don't trade Devonte Adams. But uh, could be wrong. But uh, yeah, it's Jimmy G ain't the guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's another uh, Raiders wasted year, as per usual. All right. Next What's up, next? Uh, an AFC redo. The Bills. Oh. Yeah, six and six Bills against the eight and four Chiefs. Both teams. Very much uh, oh, underperforming this year. The Bills are getting one and a half points. The over-under is 48 and a half. We both have Chiefs and under on this one, but neither of us made the bet. And this nope. is going to be an interesting game. So I think it's it's going to be cold, but it should be dry in Kansas City. Um, the Chiefs have no wide receivers. I mean, I think Rashi Rice will be good next year, but they still need someone else. Of course, they have Travis Kelsey. The Bills what have... Uh, Dawson Knox coming back. They've got Gabe Davis, who shows up every like three weeks, and then they have Stephon mm-hmm. Diggs, and then Josh Allen just willing himself to, to just having to be, be Superman and do whatever he can. I feel like the Chiefs' yeah. defense is going to smother that Bills' offense, and the Bills' defense is not good enough to stop to to limit the Chiefs, the the limited Chiefs, to limit them even more to be able to keep them from scoring. I think it's I could see this being a seventeen ten game Chiefs. I do too. Yeah, that that's kind of where I'm at. Is uh, I I think it's gonna be a little higher now. I think more like twenty seven. 
You might be, yeah. 17, 27, 17, something like that. But uh, yeah, I think the Bills will get a couple lucky big plays that they, they might be able to capitalize on. Um, but for the most part, that that's going to be it. The Chiefs, this just this is one of those games. I believe it's in Arrowhead too. Uh, mm-hmm. This is just one of those games where, in my you know historically, Patrick Mahomes shows up. He goes, oh oh, this, this is the Bills. Like yeah. this is for real. Yeah. And he shows up and he plays out of his mind. Um, and and I know he's hungry. And it's one of those things where we we kind of laugh like the the Chiefs look look mortal and they've been playing like pretty rough this whole year. And yet <laughs> they've got like nine wins. <laughs> so they're, they're still, they're still incredible. Uh, and it's still Patrick Mahomes, but uh, yeah, I think, I think with Trey white out, uh, I think one of their other secondary guys got hurt, got nicked up this week uh, for the Chiefs. Well, trying to remember. Uh, for the bills. Um, who was it? Because yeah, Dalton Kincaid uh, is a little nicked up. Leonard Floyd. Oh, Kair Alam. Yeah, he. I see, um, I see that he's in full, but he has not been playing. Like I, I thought he was going to be really good going in the draft. I thought he was going to be good yep. after his first year. He has he not was been playing well. Weeks. Yeah, last year. Yeah, first few weeks last year, like, oh man, they got a steal. This dude's playing out of his mind. Uh, and then yeah, he's been. I, I think maybe he's been nicked up all week. But uh, their backup corner, Dane Jackson's, uh, on a, got a concussion too. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think they get. I think they get beat up. I think Mahomes has a big. I think he has a big week. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not, it's not going to be monster stats, but it's going to be clutched plays. You know what I mean by that? You know, it's not, he's not going to have 400 yards, but he's going to have clutch miracle plays on third down and nine. You know what I mean? That kind of thing where you're like, oh, that's right. It's Mahomes. But the problem is, it, the problem hasn't been Mahomes this year. Like, he still looked good. It's that didn't have a weapon. none of the receivers, like, they lead the league and drop passes at 32. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he's. I've seen some plays this year though where I thought, "Ooh, that's straight up on the homes." Like uh, he's been throwing some a decent amount of picks. Like, I mean, but that could know, also we'll be receiver not in the right place, running the wrong route. It it would be odd that like all of a sudden Patrick Mahomes forgets how to throw, it, and, and more likely that you know Marquez Valdez Scanling has never been a good receiver. I I mean, I'm more likely to inclined to believe that he's not running the right routes. Or that the rookie Rashi Rice is not, or, or Kadarius Tony, who is basically irrelevant, has not been able to 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 run the right routes. Then it's Patrick Mahomes' fault. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll be. This will definitely be one of the ones I'm watching, unless it's third quarter in a twenty point game. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, next up is the 6-6 six and six Broncos taking on the 5-7 and seven Chargers divisional game. And boy, how these things have turned. Uh, the Broncos Ooh. are getting 2.5. The over-under is 44. We both have the Broncos in this game. I have under, you have over, and I made this one of my solid picks. The Broncos have kind of been rolling. They had a weird game last week. It's not for both teams, both Texans and Broncos when they played each other. It was weird. The refs didn't really know what was going on. Bad injuries, so I think they bounce back. The Chargers, Kellen Moore, I don't know, man. He doesn't seem like he really is all that great of an OC. It's, I mean, what's crazy, it seemed like Mike McCarthy was the better coach, and I don't think anyone would have guessed that. Uh, Staley says that they're going to change up things in the backfield because Austin Eckler seems to be very, very injured, but they still keep running him, and he can't seem to do anything. Broncos just, their defense has been so tough 
Chargers have one receiver, and I it's just how many points would it take for you to take the Chargers in this game? Oh my god! Uh, right now, Broncos eight, are getting two eight. and a half, eight. Like like eight, and I'd still be nervous. Like I still want to make it a solid. Like yeah, uh, if you get me if you get me Chargers plus eight, I'd take Chargers, but I wouldn't feel great about it. Yeah, um, and only because that's a lot of points. The, yeah, the Broncos, they're just they're on a roll offensively, and, and I mean obviously Russell Wilson had a horrible game last week with three picks, and um, but <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous, but if you take some of those out, uh, you know one of the picks was a tipped ball. Yeah. Um, that turned into a pick. Now, I will say it looked pretty clear Stingley was going to pick it either way. But um, but the other pick was just a forced, you know, throw off his back foot, 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage, trying to make a miracle out of nowhere and trusting his receiver. So I'm not going to really fault him for that one. Um, but he had he moved the, the, between the 20s. He was he was tearing us up. He was tearing up the Texans mm-hmm. defense uh, a, a lot of the game. Uh, I mean, it looked I mean, it, he threw three picks and they almost won the game. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Like, wild. I mean, th- that tells you a lot, right? I mean, like he was, he was playing really well. The defense was doing some good things. Um, but I just don't trust the chargers offense anymore. Like, which I have told you for a while. I, I just don't trust it anymore. And yeah, he's only got Keenan Allen, but um, uh, you know, Jalen Guyton last year was a monster whenever one uh, of Mike Williams was down. Uh, he's not a monster this year. Uh, Eckler also a bit of an issue, but I feel like a lot of it's play calling. So, yeah, I, I think the Broncos are going to win it. I feel pretty confident, uh, and that's really weird because four weeks ago I would have never taken the Broncos. But uh, yeah, yeah I think the Broncos are going to. I actually think they. I should. I should make this a solid pick, but I'm not. I was I mean, surprised yeah, you didn't. I think, yeah, I'm just kind of talking myself into it. Yeah, I think the Broncos are just going to route them. The thing is, they're going to play in Los Angeles, so you never know. But uh, yeah, I think they. I think they could route them. But the thing is, even in Los Angeles, like if you watch that game, it's not a home team. I I yeah. bet you there's more Broncos jerseys than Chargers. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah, it's definitely not a home game, but um, neutral field at best. Up. If you're a Chargers, yeah, neutral. Yeah, that's what I would say. It's more of a neutral field. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, this will be this is gonna be the game of the week. It's the night game. The yeah. ten and two Philadelphia Eagles take on the nine and three. Dallas Cowboys uh the over under or I'm sorry the Eagles are getting three and a half in this one the over under is 52 I've taken the Eagles and under you've taken the Cowboys and under I would not bet this game at all I don't trust it um it's interesting because they just played each other one two three four weeks ago and the Cowboys squeak out a narrow victory 28 to 23 last week Jalen Hurts is not healthy he is very injured he looked rough against the the 49ers last week and granted the 49ers have been rolling but I think he is I think he's really hurt and I that could be a big deal in this uh obviously but man I are you confident in the Cowboys I mean you didn't make it a solid pick but I get three and a I half against in in a dome I get three and a half in a dome and man that makes me feel more comfortable <laughs> yeah uh yeah the dome is 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 pretty big um three and a half points is is also big but yeah i think hurts is hurt i think that uh i think the cowboys are just on a roll they've really been clicking offensively uh defensively 
they've been they've been playing a little bit better too. Um, I don't know. It, it's kind of more of a gut feeling this time that I have about the uh, the Cowboys, uh, which you know historically my gut feelings <laughs> not great with the Cowboys. Um, but you know DeAndre Swift is 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 playing, so that's a big mm-hmm. part of this. Uh, I, I think that's that's bad for the Cowboys. Um, like, and he's not that he's Derrick Henry and he's going to show up with 150 yards. He's just a pretty. He's dangerous. He does what in he space. needs to do when he needs to do it. Yeah, and he, and he comes up with about 90 yards a game. Uh, when it, but it's 90 crucial yards, and a lot of them are up the middle, like bruising tough yards. Um, so yeah. So also Dallas Goddard is not hurt. He was a full participant, so that is. Also huge, yeah, but uh, the, the Cowboys are healthy too. So uh, good. I want them to play each I, other I, healthy. I want to see yeah, a, a healthy see game between two of them. I, I, although again, yeah. Jalen Hurts, that's such a big part of him being injured. But mm-hmm. um, yep. Yep. the three that's and a half a points, I, I could I could see the even if the Cowboys win, I could see the Eagles covering with that extra half point. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That could be yeah because it could be a field goal game. Oh my god. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm really excited about watching this game. Yeah, that's gonna be a great Sunday night game. Uh next up, the four and eight Tennessee Titans take on the number one AFC seed team, the nine and three Dolphins. Um yeah, this is uh, we the Titans are getting thirteen whopping points. That's the most on the week. Uh the over under is forty six and a half. We both have Dolphins. I have over just because I can see the Dolphins scoring 46 on their own. Um, you have under. We both made this a solid pick. This is one of two Monday night games. Uh, this one's on ESPN. The other one, ABC and both ESPN+. Are Plus. Yeah, they're both going to be bad games. <laughs> this is one of two bad Monday night games. Yeah. It, it's two teams that are 4-8 and eight in either game. Like It's going to be a mess. But, yeah, I don't know how much you want to go into this. It, it's going to be the Dolphins. Like they're They've been rolling lately. The Titans, they have a decent defense but they're weak in the secondary after getting rid of buyer Simmons is not playing oh my god that's that's yeah huge. I would take I mean I would take 20 points like what would it take for you to take the Titans <laughs> yeah I mean yeah 24 24 because and, and I'll tell you why I'm saying some of that high is the Dolphins don't take their foot off the brick yeah they don't do it um that's that's not their thing and I don't think they ever will um, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I, I think this is going to be a massacre. Like <laughs> I, I see this game being, oof, it's going to be 38 to, to six. <laughs> I mean, really I like mean, 38 yeah. to six. Yeah. That's, that's what I think this game is. The big part to keep your eye on Derek Henry, um, had a back concussion. I don't know if you watched that play, but, uh, the mm-hmm, play goes out mm-hmm. with a concussion. Uh, might not. Tajay Spears. I, yeah, I, and I do like Tajay Spears. You were very high on him with the Titans uh, earlier in the year. Yeah. But yeah, Derrick Henry may or may not play. It's the Monday night game, so he's got a little bit extra time. I think he'll probably will end up playing. And the Dolphins are susceptible to the run, but I, they're just they can't. They're not going to be able to keep up. I, th- I think I think Will Levis is going to have a lot of interceptions. And I was not a Will Levis fan. I don't think either of us were going into the season. And I've seen a lot more from him that makes me feel better mm-hmm. about that. But he's got to have – he's got no offensive line. He's got one receiver 
that uh, that poor guy is just uh, they got to do something to help him out next year if he's going to be the future. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, the only thing that really matters with the uh, Dolphins is that uh, uh, Javon Holland does look like he's still going to be injured. So that's you know he's a stud. Hurt both knees on the same play. Yeah, uh, poor dude. Um, and they sat him last week. It looks like they are going to sit him one more week. So and why wouldn't? Well, yeah, might as well. The Titans, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, it'll be they'll sit Mostert and uh, <laughs> maybe even Tua as they get up by thirty something points. But then H chain will run for another two hundred yards. So I sure hope so. Uh, yeah. Good luck. Good yeah. Luck. Titans, not really. Uh, I hope the Dolphins destroy them. Yeah. Break their moral. Morale. Yeah. Uh, the last game, and also another Monday night game, is the six and six Green Bay Packers taking on the four and eight New York Jets. The Packers Oof. are giving the Giants six and a half uh, as the away team. The over under is thirty six and a half. We both have Packers on this. I have over. You have under. I made this my lock and my solid pick. Uh, the Packers have been, they are putting things together. They're starting to roll. I think they have, Aaron Jones is looking like he's going to be good to go on this one, correct? Yeah, there's going to be a massacre, and I really thought I made this a solid. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad you didn't. That I, that I messed that up. I he, thought, I assumed I'd already typed that. Yeah. Uh, whoops. So, uh, yeah, it's my bad, so I'm going to take it. But, yeah, it's going to be a massacre. Yeah, there's, there's no chance the Giants have in this game. It's almost a bye week. Yeah, I will say Tommy DeVito, the last couple of games, he's been. I mean, they're on a two-game win streak now. Granted, it's against the Commanders and the Patriots, but three touchdowns, zero interceptions for two forty-six against the Commanders, and then uh, just shy of two hundred, a touchdown, no interceptions against the Patriots. Like Tommy DeVito, if he keeps doing this next year, it's going to be really hard to say, yeah, Daniel Jones over Tommy DeVito. Uh, now, yeah. the offensive line's gotten healthier over the season. I think Daniel Jones has been playing with a much more injured team. But Jalen Hyatt is starting to look like the person that we thought he could be. Um, mm-hmm. It's He's getting there. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you, it's going to be a massacre. Packers are going to win this. Uh, I'm not worried at all. The, the thing that's going to be a big win for both the Packers and the Texans this week uh, is that – Game state, that darn stadium. <laughs> that stadium oh, yeah. has injured players every single week mm-hmm. because of that horrible turf. And so, if they can both get out of there without key injuries, that's yeah. going to be a win. That's a good point. Because I, I, I worry for the Packers, I worry for the Texans. Like, you know, the Giants and Jets need to just stand up for themselves and, and, and fight that owner, the, the owners or whatever, and get that field fixed because that is, that is ridiculous. It's the league's worst field. Yeah, um, and it's been causing soft tissue injuries for players everywhere, and that that scares me this week. So, hopefully, they both everybody walks away, you know, uninjured. Uh, but yeah, that that'll be a win in itself. But as far as that goes, I, I don't feel good about New York football this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, rightfully so. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, that is all the games, which means it is now time for profits. Yeah. So we have five prop bets. Andy, it was your turn to give me the f- to to come up with the five, which means I get the first pick. And I that these are correct. I like these. These are not some of the normal ones. They're kind of uh, yeah. I tried to change it up a little. Bit. I like it. I appreciate it. So the first one is the Patriots Steelers game. Trubisky, his longest completion over under twenty nine and a half yards. That's interesting. I like that. I think it's 
That's yeah. not air yards. That's total completion. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So someone breaks one. I kind of like that. Kyron Williams yeah. in the Rams-Ravens game, over under 65 and a half rushing yards. Okay. Ravens been Against got a good Ravens defense. Deep. Yeah. Kyron Williams has been playing really well. Uh, Texans-Jets, CJ Stroud, over under 225 and a half passing yards. That's a That's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good one. Um, it's Jets a little team. less yeah. than his, yeah, where he's usually at. Um, he's averaging 2,280. Yeah, so I kind of Average. like the little decrease there. Uh, next is the Bills-Chiefs game. Patrick Mahomes over or under 26 and a half rushing yards, which I find to be really interesting. Yes. And then last, certainly not least, Packers-Giants, the Monday night game. Jaden Reed over or under 39 and a half receiving yards. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's another one I'm excited about. So yeah, these these are we were perfect last week. Let's mention that. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, we were with our with our prop bets. So uh, let's see if yeah we can keep that streak going. Well, I'm gonna start with Jaden Reed over under 39 and a half receiving yards. So Christian Watson is uh, out. He had a, a bad injury last week. I what was it? Do you remember what it was? I can't remember exactly what the injury was, but I think his hamstring. Oh, he's got that hamstring issue, and he probably won't play the rest of the year. So. Uh, with him out, Jade Reed becomes the deep threat, and uh, I'm going to take him over. Yeah, I don't blame you at all. Uh, that was kind of a sucker bet. Yeah, uh, I was eyeballing that would, one the whole time. So I'm hoping you would notice that. Yeah, yeah, because he's been averaging like 30 yards a game. So, uh, okay, there you go. Uh, I will go with my first. Who? I'm going to go. Mahomes under 26 and a half rushing yards. That's interesting. I think go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think that he's, he's the kind of guy that, you know, if he can't, if he can't find something down the field, he's not afraid to run it. And the bills have some injured uh, players in the front four. So I, he may end up breaking one big, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to say they lean on Pacheco this week. So, uh, and try to keep him healthy. So I'm going to say on this one, it's under. You think it's under on this one? Okay. Barely, but under. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I like – that's such a good one because last week against the Packers, he rushed for 26 yards. Uh, the Raiders yeah. the week before, 9, against the Eagles, 38, and against the Dolphins, 24. So, I yeah, I – that's such a good line. I, I'm glad – because no matter what I took, I would have been mad at myself afterwards. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know right. that there's – that's right. One that's that I right. like, but I like the idea that Pacheco can do it. Yeah, I think I would take the over, but I like that one. All right. All right. Um, next up, oh man, these are tough ones. So we got the CJ Stroud over under 225 and a half. Kyron Williams over under 65 and a half. And then Trubisky, longest completion over under 29 and a half yards. My gosh. Uh, which one would you do next? <laughs> I'll tell you next. <laughs> uh, um, I think I'm going to go CJ Stroud, and I'm going to do under. I think he gets Smart. 195 yards, something around that line. 195 to 205 is what he ends up getting. That's what I was going to go with CJ Stroud under. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I figured you were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I mean, I, this is going to be a running game. It's going to be raining. It's going to be uh, high winds, they said, really cold. Yeah. Uh, this is not great uh, environment for throwing a football well. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm scared. And plus, it's the Jets' defense. So, yeah. even if it is sunny, this is just still the Jets' defense. So, mm-hmm. it's Oscar Gardner's back there, all these other players. So, 
yeah, I, I think this might be his lowest passing total of the year. Um, and, and partially because of that, partially just because, yeah, because the elements will have to run, 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 and lean on Singletary and Pierce. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a really good one. Um, my next one, I'm going to go Kieran Williams under 65 and a half rushing yards. Okay. Um, I think they're going to be playing from behind and they're going to have to throw the ball quite a bit. Uh, I think that Kieran Williams will get the ball, but he'll get the ball in some screens, uh, as well as some rushing yards. But I think, as, yeah, for the total rushing yards, yeah, I think it'll be under 65 and a half by a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad. I think you... they'll get another 80 re- uh, receiving, and, and yeah, if they win, it's going to be because of Puka and Cup getting the ball a lot. Yeah, I'm glad you had the you had to guess this one uh, between these yeah. two. You had to take the next one because that's a real tough mm-hmm. one between the Kyron and the Trubisky one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Kyron, the last game comes out, 88 rushing yards. For him against the Browns, yep. another really good defense. Yeah, I think I would yeah. have taken the over on this one, but just because he's been playing really well. But yeah, like you said, through the air, he's been mm-hmm. dominant too. Um, so that leaves me with Trubisky, longest completion over under 29 and a half yards. Uh, I think I'm going to take the under. I don't, I don't see the Patriots giving up a ton of yardage to Trubisky through the air. And yeah. to get out there, I mean, you might get one where Pickens or Deontay Johnson breaks one or Jalen Warren, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of gets in the field. But I just don't I don't see that happening. That's the one thing the Patriots can do is play defense and especially against bad quarterbacks. So, uh, yeah, I agree. I like my picks for this. I like the prop that's this week, my man. Those, uh, those are some solid ones. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. See how this turns out. I'm nervous about him. I mean, there's none that I felt great about other than Jalen Reed, and you, you, you snagged it. Yeah, I'll, oh, I eyeballed uh, that one immediately. Yeah, uh, I picked him up and faced because my I actually dropped Terry McLaurin and picked up Jaden Reed. Oh wow! I, I and I don't feel that bad about it. <laughs> so, looking forward to this <laughs> week. Enough, yeah, me. so it'll be interesting. Yeah, big week for both of us in. Uh, and potty pod football, big week for me in playoffs. You gotta, you gotta pray yeah. for me. I gotta get this one. It'd be nice to get in the playoffs. All right. <laughs> All right. That is everything we have. We'll be back on probably Tuesday, just because we have two Monday night games uh, with all our results. Yes. Until next time, may the ACLs be with you, and also with you.